All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio, episode number three. The theme this week is diseases. I'm Sam. I'm here with Rob and John. Yeah. Hey. My tagline. Other way around. Well, we'll the hay and the high or Sonically. Oh sonically backwards. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is, uh, if you missed the last one, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're one of our diehard fans, who's this, 10 people who's heard this, um, the, the idea we're doing now um, is to have a theme for each episode. We t- try to keep them extremely vague, just like one word ideas. And so people can uh, pick records that relate to the theme in one way or another. So this is Diseases. Um, I kind of thought it would be a good way to start it off by the song called Diseases um, by Michigan and Smiley. And you guys, if you don't, even if you don't recognize the song, I think you might. I think I played it for you before. You'll recognize the rhythm for sure. This is like one of the best known like 80s reggae rhythms. It's um, came out of Volcano Records, which is Junjo Law's label. And that guy is uh, he's dead now, but he was. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the best producer of reggae ever. Like, he's even more than, like, Lee Perry and stuff. He's His stuff came out mostly in the late 70s, early 80s, and it's pretty much, like, it's pretty impeccable. Like, uh, a lot of, the, that's my favorite kind of period for reggae, too, would be that early dancehall kind of era. So, this is Michigan and Smiley. They're pretty awesome two DJ group. DJ in the, you know, spelled out DJ sense, not the initials. Um... But yeah, so this song is called Diseases. It, it, it would have fit in with last week's episode, actually, about um, spiritual music, because it's uh, basically talking about God smiting people, or looking down upon, at least, people who um, don't live righteously, and therefore end up with diseases and stuff. Um, he's actually actually saying that, that God should give them diseases because of the way that they are acting. So... It would, oh yeah, I remember this song that you played it for me. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's one of my favorite songs. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous the the con- lyrical content, but I've always loved it. I think it's the best use of the rhythm, even though there's some really really classic stuff on there too that you guys may have heard as well. So you'll recognize the the instrument at least if you don't recognize the vocal. So, cool. Michigan the Smiley Diseases Episode Three. Here it goes. I'll give thanks and praise unto the Most High because someone should be the clue that pertains unto a man. Because all these things are abomination to the Lord God, yeah. Cause every day the girls dress up in her trousers. I say what happened to your skirts and blouses? Why can't I man see you in your dresses? Cause these things and to judge and all pleases. And every day them are worship vanities. And your greatest lust is jewelries. Mind you lick you with diseases. Hey, mind you lick you with diseases. Hey, yeah. The most dangerous diseases. I said the most dangerous diseases I'm talking like the elephantitis The other one is the polomyelitis Arthritis and the one diabetes You see, cause every day that I turn the Bible pages From Proverbs forward to Genesis From Revelation to Ecclesiastes But let me tell you, say me with the increases And the loss of the world, it decreases While every day the corruption of the world it exposes. Mind your liquid with diseases. Mind your liquid with diseases. I said the most dangerous diseases. I said the most dangerous diseases. I talk it like the elephantitis. The other one is the polomyelitis. Arthritis and the one diabetes. You see, while the star that shines from the galaxies. And it shines on human faces Hear the cry of the Israelite voices Who once led by the man Moses Jah, we need your advice Hey, help 
us out of the crisis. Hey, John, we need your advice. Hey, help us out of the crisis. You see, every day the girls dress up in a trousers. I say, what happened to your skirts and blouses? Why can't I man see you in your dresses? Cause these things and to judge are not pleases. And every day them are worship vanities. And your greatest lust is jewelry. Hey, Jah, you feel it then with this easy. Jah, you feel it then with this easy. I said the most dangerous diseases. Oh, I'm talking about the dangerous diseases. Oh, I'm talking like the elephantitis. Arthritis and the one diabetes You see, every day that I turn the Bible pages From Proverbs forward to Genesis From Revelation to Ecclesiastes So let me tell you, say me wisdom increases And the loss of the world, it decreases Every day man, I build explosives The corruption of the world, it exposes My angelic you with diseases Mind your victim with diseases hey. And you feel it then with diseases yeah. You feel it then with diseases oh. I said the most dangerous diseases I said the most dangerous diseases I'm talking like the elephantitis Alright, so Michigan is Smiley Diseases Kicking off the diseases show Celebrating all things ill that song oh, like was that. great. That was a great song. Yeah, yeah I, I'm a big fan. So that was, uh, you know, um, that's recognizable too as um, BDP, uh, yeah. the P is Free sample that, then of course that got remade as uh, that Black Star song. I think, it, I remember reading something about this song, um, the rhythm and just how many times it's been used. I mean, it's one of those, like at that time everyone was using each other's, I mean they still do that now with dancehall, right? Like there's one rhythm, you can buy albums where it's just like 30 guys on one rhythm and that was uh, happening back then too. But like, um, so this, the, but this one is so popular. What year is that song? 80, 80 something? It's I mean cool. I can, it's a great I can, song. I can look it up I guess, but um, it is, yeah, and you were saying, John, that Sublime, yeah, that's, that's what, what you recognize from, yeah, yeah. Right away. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that was replayed. It wasn't a sample, right? They actually like mm -hmm. that was in what song was that? Um, Work that we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious diseases. Talking about the elephantitis. Yeah, we're loving the elephantitis. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mentions. That's kind of yeah. I was actually thinking it's, it's funny because then the next thing he says like uh, the polo myelitis, right? Polo myelitis. I don't even know what that is, but there's no. a, I was thinking for this theme, I didn't use it because I chose this instead. But there's a Peter Tosh song called Reggae Myelitis. It's about people getting this reggae disease. And like my polo myelitis, whatever it is, has got to be a thing in Jamaica that they were, you know, because like, I haven't heard of it. But it, What's myelitis? Well, it's just replacing the word polo at the beginning with the prefix with reggae, like polo myelitis. Reggae. Polo myelitis is obviously some kind of disease that's bad. Like, I'm I take it, right? So Peter Tosh does his reggae myelitis. So. Is it like polio? Yeah, I thought it was a take on pol like polio. <laughs> maybe that's what polio is. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not familiar. But with like the, yeah. the the suffix itis means growth, right? Right. So I don't know what the mile mile part is in the polo. Well, that well, what it, what gets what gets big in elephantitis? So your elephant, <laughs> your elephant smells. <laughs> your elephant is showing. Yeah. Elephantitis. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I don't know if anyone. Know, do people still get elephantitis? elephantitis? I, I think. Don't. Like, why would it go away? Yeah. Like, where did it come from? Maybe they have it in a jar in that building in downtown Winnipeg. Yeah, the one yeah near Pioneer Arena. Do you know what I heard the story about why Winnipeg? It's Winnipeg and Atlanta has yep, those. Yeah, that's right. Because I, we have perimeter highways perimeter and they highways, can yep. coordinate they can close off. us off. Yep, I heard that too. Ooh. That's the reason why we have the lab here. The, 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 
it's a dangerous disease. So we can be like bubbled. Because they can kill us all. If they have to sacrifice us, it's easy to do because you shut but it the, down. But the good thing is, like, there's not going to be a terrorist attack because who who's the shit about Winnipeg? Like, what, yeah. st- what strategy is that helping? So well, it's not. <laughs> but it's just the idea if something gets out, though, I think more so the terrorists are right? Yeah. If, like, they let out the Ebola virus, like, we're all fucked and the, they, they, the government can keep us contained because we have a permanent highway, so you can't get out. <laughs> yeah. More than just, like, low taxes for living uh, outside the perimeter. Yeah. 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 yeah, you're right, I guess. I, huh? But yeah, I don't know. It's um, it's kind of scary. But I also think. I wonder if they have elephantitis there. And poliomyelitis. Yeah. And the one diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this is the show where we talk about diseases or play play music related to diseases. I just kind of thought it was a cool theme. I was listening to that song. I got it like in the, when I was coming up with the theme idea. I'm gonna say I don't think I would have thought of. It was diseases. based specifically yeah. on that track, okay. but I mean, and then I thought you know there's probably other stuff about diseases or that even touches on it because you know it's like a big thing that happens to people right so yeah. so yeah so i don't know you, you were gonna play something uh yeah i was originally gonna play one of my picks but i think i'm gonna play the other one now because it's more because that song is so really about diseases and this song i have i want to choose is really about diseases it's uh prodigy and ghostface killer yeah. or ghostface killer featuring prodigy this is a great song yeah and it's about uh it's just about how they both grew up with or i guess they both they had they have diseases like Prodigy has sickle, sickle cell, cell anemia, yeah. and um, Ghostface has diabetes. The one diabetes. Yeah, and um, yeah, like it's so it's just them talking about how they they live with those those issues and yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I have I have some stuff to say about it, but maybe let's listen yeah, to the song first sure. and then title. Um. I don't even know. I can't it's remember. I know the song. I know definitely know the song you're talking about. Strife in my life or something. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll hear it and then we'll uh, get you the actual. Yeah. So, okay. All right. Uh, Ghostface and Prodigy from Mob Deep. You know you gotta go through hell to come out right these days, and that's for everything you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. just wanna explain how how real it was. Stop that. Stop yeah. Off. I made my debut in '93. Touch Wax, the first nigga you heard on that Wu LP Took the nation by storm Wally's and Robes, Garcia, Vega, Dawn Stood behind the stove And I sure wasn't cooking fries It was that Barry White, Nino Brown Coke That'll change your lives And then it came to a halt And result, had to learn that you could never survive Mixing beef with Pope So in 96 when my chain was thick My body went through a change quick Not the same kid, lost 30 pounds rapidly My neck got skinny, thought I had the V Cause Tony went raw and plenty Then I Found that I was diabetic, but my conscience was telling me, ghost baby boy, not to sweat it. So I built my confidence back up, work out, eat right, stay strong so I can continue to eat these mics. The trials of life, ins and outs, ups and downs, we all gonna die, it's harsh to sound. That's why we live for the future. Plans to fix every moment, just a little lesson for you to go home with. Uh, while you standing there with your bone lit, you need to stop, put your mind on focus. This is Green Lantern and P, pretty tone shit. But loud, tell them young boys, this is grown shit. Yeah, man. 
Yo, when I grew up, I wanted to be Michael Jackson I even got the call to be the tap dance kid 86, I was only 12, I had to turn it down Cause that just wasn't my style But my grandmother was proud She built the school out in Jamaica, Queens All by herself And these was my activities as a child I grew up on Jamaica Ave running around Then I realized Mike was fruity I was in the cuties with the pussy I snapped out of that shit quickly Turned to my teens Start to realize the pain medicine felt good I was a little fiend, you see I was born with sickle cell disease You know them pancake pills That's candy to me Started doing rap Shit came natural to me all i had to do was write down my life to the beat Easy. life ins and outs ups and downs we all gonna die it's harsh to sound that's why we live for the future plans and things every moment just a little lesson for you to go home with uh, while you stand there with your bowling you need to stop put your mind on focus this is relaying and pee pretty tone shit but loud tell them young boys this is gross shit Yeah, so that was uh, Trials of Life by Ghostface Killer featuring Prodigy of Mob Deep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, both, both those guys are like two of my favorite rappers um, still putting out music today. Like, yeah. I think Ghostface is an obvious one. I think a lot of people, you know, yeah. think Ghostface is their favorite rapper, but I think Prodigy is a little less obvious because even though he's been around, he's got a really f strong fan base. He's... He's a little more rough around the edges, yeah. but I like how both of them are, they've really, like, as they gotten older, they really developed their style into something, like, unique, where they, they're not really too concerned about, like, sounding fly, and they certainly yeah. don't talk about how much money they got and how much. Was that, do you think that's, like, a problem with, like, young people music in general, not just rap, like, where you, a lot of older guys, I mean, like, punk rock and stuff too, right, a lot of older guys just don't, don't, don't keep making interesting music when they pass a certain age in rap as well? Because yeah. it's like it's. I mean, it's seen as young people music, and like there's so much competition from young people to, to stay like doing the cool thing. Whereas yeah. if you just mm -hmm. do your, I mean, that's what I would think about both those guys. Like, I mean, Ghostface, like some of his later records are crazy. Like they're they're really really good, but it's yeah. like well, he obviously doesn't care about making selling you know making hits. No, he certainly does sound like the farthest thing from like a Drake record. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and which is good. I mean, yeah, and and I like I like how prodigies like angry and it's like kind of when you learn how he has sickle cell it yeah. kind of makes sense because he's like mad all the time because he's in pain all the time yeah yeah and because tupac made fun of him then hit him up yeah yeah <laughs> it's gotta suck like that wow where's tupac now yeah he's, he's a hologram playing the yeah. Coachella, yeah. That's actually still playing bigger shows yeah or he's living in the caribbean somewhere in an island, yeah. yeah either way yeah what is that song from like it's it sounds like kind of recently, yeah, like okay. the past few years. And, uh, yeah, like, I get, like, I, sometimes I, like, get into to debates with other rap fans because I, I really don't like the whole, like, idea of people being, like, fake, like, being yeah. super fake. And, like, for example, I hate Rick Ross because, yeah. like, to me, Rick Ross is just some dude who decided to take on this persona. He was near prison guard? Yeah, he's a prison guard and apparently like living in his car for a while. But then he talks about what how he's a drug kingpin, yeah. and it's actually funny. I actually kind of admire this. But apparently, when he was asked in an interview if he was a CO, he was like, 
he said that the only reason he was a like a corrections officer yeah. was to get connections to Noriega. It's <laughs> 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 actually pretty Seriously? funny. That's amazing. But then people people are like, you know, you can't believe everything Prodigy says either. No. But it's like I think there's a difference between completely making something up and trying to get me to believe it versus like hyperbole for sure because mm-hmm. i think maybe prodigy's but prodigy is crazy like he's been to jail and like, well, he was past, in jail recently like yeah. he just got out of jail like, i think he's been in jail twice for like two or three years in the past and that's why years. his albums last he put out two albums recently i had one of them hnic2 and he and the and thing is he's not, he's not glamorizing like rick ross is just <laughs> completely glamorizing selling cocaine yeah. he's just Completely glamorizing, ruining too, right? people's lives yeah. to make money, yeah. and it's like ruining your community to make money. Yeah. Whereas, like, Prodigy's just mad, and he talks yeah. about like he's he'll throw a TV at you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah, he's just or like, he's high on drugs and like thinks the cops are after him, right? Like, yeah, that's and he's super yeah. and he's super paranoid. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. yeah, speaking of Rick Ross, I saw a thing someone put on the internet, and it was a picture of Rick. You know, he's like really fat, right? Picture of him sitting there, and he's leaning over, so he's got these man boobs hanging out, and the caption was. Uh, that feeling when you take your bra off for the night is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's just Rick Ross. It's yeah. pretty funny, yeah. But yeah, no, that was a good song. I like. Um, it's also interesting because I think in a genre like that, where being like hard or yeah, being hard is like a thing, and this is weakness for them, right? I mean, like they both have diabetes and sickle cell. It's not like a, it's not like a gangster thing to have, right? I mean, yeah. it's like there's nothing like. Well, like Ghostface is a perfect example of someone who walks that line where he like he's he cries he cry, on record. And it's great. Yeah, we're talking about like, the first episode, I think, right? About, I don't know. Worried about Ghostface specifically? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. About, like, yeah I mean, he about. sounds like he's got this pained expression on his face yeah. when he's when he's. Well, he is literally yeah. is crying at some point. So yeah, he's, you know, and it's great. It sounds awesome. And the, and he, like the thing is, like he he doesn't talk about a lot of his past like he had it as trouble past as well, any sure. but he doesn't glamorize you and talk about that he's like always so positive yeah. like mm-hmm. and like um it's funny because he talks in about how like when wu-tang was first popping he started to get skinny and he thought oh yeah. maybe i had aids but it turned out turned to, be to be diabetes, diabetes yeah. and when the 10th anniversary of uh cuban links like the raycon album yeah. came out there's this thing in source about it and it was the rizza saying about how how like Ghostface was drinking like all the time back then. Yeah. And then if you go back and listen to that album, you can hear Ghostface slurring, slurring so yeah. much because yeah. he's drunk. But he's incredible in that album. Though. He's ridiculous. Like he's yeah. But like that album is so raw. Though. Yeah, it's, like, for sure. And you you go back now and like I never noticed it before, but going back on it after hearing that, I'm you can listen t- to it now. And... Yeah, you can totally tell that Ghost mm. Ghost is like super drunk and yeah. like... it wasn't just the liner photos. <laughs> yeah. 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 The liner photos are great. Forties or whatever. I think they're like champagne or something. Uh, probably. I like that they remade the covers on the on the sequel, and it's still him in the background. <laughs> it's pretty cool to see him side by side. You know, it's, it's yeah. just like the exact same thing, but older and purple. Should <laughs> <laughs> have called the album "Older and Purple." Yeah, older and purpler. Purpler. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's, uh, that was good though. I like I like I like, uh, I like that song. It was a good tie into the first one too. Yeah. The diabetes and stuff, and just like yeah, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the first song was that guy. Those guys wishing, wishing disease, it on, on people who and then, are, yeah. then poor Ghostface and Prodigy being like, "Hey yeah. man, we got these yeah. diseases." Yeah, and this number just sucks. Like, yeah, yeah. So I'd be interesting, actually. I mean, I don't know what. I don't think Michigan and Smiley put out anything since the mid '80s, but like, I wonder if maybe one of them's got like pulling my latest or something. <laughs> you know? Like that would suck, right? I mean, one this, of them this, has elephantitis. This now. is your big. Did that and Nice Up the Dance are their big songs, right? And like Nice Up the Dance is great, but it's not related to the theme, so I didn't play it. But um, 
that is like their, you know, diseases. The people often refer to that as the diseases rhythm. It's got a bunch of names, but it's the, and so like that would be terrible if one of those guys gets like, you know, elephantitis or something, or even diabetes. Because like, how much of that suck? You've been telling people for like they still play shows, right? For like thirty years or whatever that they're unrighteous, they're gonna get diseases, and then you got it, like, yeah, I don't know. Set yourself up for failure. Michigan and Smiley. Alright, what do you got? What do you got, John? Uh, I'm gonna play a song by Ween called Spinal Meningitis. Alright. Uh, like do, I, do you know anything do you know a lot about Ween? No. I know of them and that's like I'm totally No, I was only introduced to them like this past year. Um, and so this is off the album Chocolate and Cheese, which I I think I have a few of their other albums, but I haven't really listened to them very much. This one I've listened to quite a bit. Okay. Um, and this was the first one I listened to and um, was blown away by how many different styles they incorporate over the course of an album. Like, they're all over the place, and it was pretty interesting music to listen to. And, I, uh, uh, when you told me you were, you were going to play this song, I looked up some other Ween stuff on YouTube, and one of them was the, one of the guys from Ween, Dean Ween, um, on a fishing show. Fishing with John? <laughs> no, he's fishing with some guy, but it was like the introduction to the fishing show was the guy from Blink-182, who apparently has a talk show, Which and he one? was like... The singer, the bass player. It's only like Mark Hoppus. That guy seems insufferable. Yeah, he seems really, really <laughs> annoying. But so he has apparently his talk show. He's got like completely gray hair now, apparently. I didn't know. Oh. But so he's a talk show and his... Does he, did he die at gray? Oh, probably. His talk show sidekick anyway is like, does this fishing show and he invited the guy from... It was the weirdest. Hmm. It didn't huh. tell me anything about Wien's music at all, but it was like, this is the strangest combination of people and, you know. So where does this talk show take place? I don't know, I just looked up Ween and I was watching some of their videos, uh, you know, after John said he was going to be playing a Ween song tonight, and then huh. I stumbled upon that, it's the magic of the internet. I guess I, yeah, hadn't heard anything about Blink-182 yeah, in a while. I don't know, That's what, I don't know. I wonder what, like, John Lydon thinks of Blink-182. I'm sure he hates them. Can you imagine him liking them? No. Like, he can't, I can't, he... There's no way, no. there's no way he likes them. What does he like? Nothing. Yeah, like, right, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He likes chaos. He likes chaos and anarchy. Yeah. And he likes... Uh, he he likes... doesn't like the queen very much. No. no he certainly fan. doesn't. No. He's, okay. He's impartial on the king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really likes... He really, <laughs> likes, he really likes when anger is channeled into... Yeah. Like, uh, positive... He likes like cutting uh, cutting letters out of newspapers and sticking them on... Yeah, he likes... <laughs> and photocopying yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I kind of like that too, but... <laughs> Anyway, um, let's, let's check out this track. Alright, what's the song called? Spinal meningitis. Spinal meningitis, diseases.com.
Okay, so once again, John brings the creepiest song ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do what I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah what's, that, what's yeah? Well, so I yeah, uh, a friend who gave me this album. Uh, I guess it it was missing the first song, so I thought this was the first song on the album, and it's a really bizarre way to yeah. For well, sure. it's, there's a number of bizarre songs on the album. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of creepy with the kid talking. I don't like it. Not I mean, I, I didn't just like the song. I don't like the kid talking. I think that like. Um, Ever since I be like I'm a dad, right? And like I hear kids, anything bad happening to kids, you know? Hmm. It just automatically. It's weird that it happens, but it like automatically upsets. Movies and stuff too. Hmm. It's just like it makes me mad, you know? It's like. But yeah, it's one of the, and for this song, it's it's a song that you put on and someone who hasn't heard it before has that reaction of like, what the, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I like this song, but it's super creepy. It's creepy, and that little like the little jingly thing I, in the background, like that. Yeah, that I, I like. Fun, I, yeah, because I don't like the part with like the kid being. It's such a weird... But it's a good contrast. It's like, why... It's like, a, what are the motivations behind writing a song about... <laughs> it's like, jealous, this yeah. little kid is dying, the little kid's like, mommy, don't let me die, the pain's too much. It's horrible, yeah. Yeah, so... Jesus, <laughs> like, what is, what is the lyrics? Spinal like, meningitis? Smile on mighty Jesus. Is that what he's saying? Spinal meningitis got me down. Like, he, they're just really high on drugs and not sure thinking they about anything. I think so, yeah, so, as I mentioned, like, is this... Is there a question about that? This, <laughs> yeah. this album has a lot, like, the styles that they play-in are really varied and then like so the themes are sometimes pretty straightforward and sometimes like really weird like you just like why would they yeah why is this being sung about right now it's pretty weird it was really yeah. weird but that's that's cool i mean i i haven't uh like i was saying before i've really heard much ween i mean they're always like, kind of in the periphery of bands you hear about and in one context or another but it's cool it's i don't know if they still are they still around they still no, mean they, or they, not? they because i was reading about them earlier they broke up in may oh, okay that's well, recent. Yeah. oh okay yeah, I like I like that song. I don't I'm not, I don't know if I'm gonna rush out and buy some Ween records. No, I, I would definitely recommend it. Chocolate and Cheese, the album. That it's this on. is the album this one. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then there's also the song AIDS on that. Album, yeah, which, is, which I, I also don't like. I don't like like this actually has <laughs> at least some redeeming. Uh, yeah, yeah, the redeeming little hook there. Yeah. Parts of it, but there are other songs that are really good. No, I'm saying I just, I just uh, have this like unnatural upsetment. Upsetment. <laughs> when, when I hear kids, I, it's just like I, it's, it's not that it doesn't ruin the song for me. It's just like I get. This is this weird, I don't know, you guys will visceral you know, reaction kids, or something. Get it, yeah. I guess. Um, sorry to like be a downer and uh, shit on your song. Uh, I'm old. Well, let's listen to a happy song about diseases next. Yeah, that's right. That's the theme <laughs> of diseases. Um, I was, I guess it's my turn now, right? Um, I was going to play the song by the um, El Grupo Nuevo de Omar Rodriguez Lopez. And we talked pretty at length about the Mars Volta in episode one. And this is not a Mars Volta album. This is from uh, Cryptomnesia. Um... Which is one of his solo albums. He does like five or six albums a year, I think. Like he's just output. Still? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Jeez. It's and most of them you can't even get unless you order them from his website. So I mean, he's probably put out like three albums yesterday. Like, and they're all most of them are really good. Some of them are really weird. Um, How would they release? Like physically or just digital? They're no, it's not on vinyl too. Really? But like, um, and yeah, so, I've seen some of them at Into, and they're ridiculously priced. That was because that was um, Telestrion or whatever, which is the like uh, greatest hits box set. It's like eight LPs. Is that what you're talking about? Could be. I don't know. I just I probably saw the price and was just like, uh, didn't even look at it. Eighty bucks or something. Yeah. But yeah. I have a bunch of his solo stuff, and it's it's really weird. Like, I mean, you think of Mars Volta is weird. This is like, this yeah, is no, more out there. But no this uh, this part. album actually came out in 2010, I want to say, and it's um it's a lot more Mars Volta y than his other stuff because it's got the bass player and the singer from Mars Volta. <laughs> And him playing guitar and writing the songs, yeah. and then it has Zach Hill from Hella, you know Hella, the band Hella, mm-hmm. playing drums. Uh, he also plays drums. He does the music for that group Death Grips. You, 
familiar with? No. I'm not Okay. Um, familiar with the death grips. They, uh, I, I may almost like want to find one of their songs later. I'm not, Death Grips is just this guy, Zach Hill, who's a drummer from Hella, and the drummer on this album, this Omar Rodriguez album, and he does the music and they have his rapper. I don't like the rapper. I think he's a shitty rapper. And he just kind of yells, and it's not good. But the music in Death Grips is really cool. So maybe at some point I'll play them. But anyway, so this guy, he's, he does a lot of experimental kind of avant-garde stuff in his other bands, and he plays drums on this. But it's like the Mars Volta guys, and then this guy from the other band, and some other guy. So it's, it's cool. Um, the song's called Half Kleptos, which, like every other song these guys do, is not really titled to mean, you know, it's like a weird title. Mm-hmm. Um, do they do they make up words themselves, or do they get these made up words from other places? Well, kleptos is a word, and so it's half, right? No, but what was what was the album? Krypton, Kryptonesia. I looked it up, and it was something yeah, really cool. Like, it was something really uh, well after the like. It's song, a real word. It's a real like illness, yeah. Oh. So that's kind of. I mean, the whole album is themed on this. Whatever. I, I'll look it up. It was a really interesting, like in its weirdness disease. But um, the songs will have kleptos and like right off. Um, You'll understand why it relates to disease just with the lyrics. Like, it's pretty harsh. Um, it's pretty aggressive. I mean, and Mars Volta is not always that aggressive. I mean, they're like aggressively weird. <laughs> but this is like the, the vocals are usually separate because the vowel is not as kind of in your face. And then I like how he's like this. It's different. So they play it. So it's called Half Kleptos. El Grupo Nuevo de Omar Rodriguez Lopez.
Alright, so that was uh, Half Cleptos by uh, the new Omar Rodriguez Lopez group. Or, it's not new, but it's called that. Um, the album is called Cryptomnesia, and I looked up what it was. Uh, Cryptomnesia occurs when a forgotten memory returns without it being recognized as such by the subject, who believes it's something new and original. It's a memory bias whereby a person may falsely recall generating a thought, an idea, a song, or a joke, not deliberately engaging in plagiarism, but rather experiencing a memory as if it were a new inspiration. Which is really cool, because it happens a lot, that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. People, like, say, that's how urban legends happened. Yeah. That's how, exactly, I mean, because, like, um, especially a lot of the really, like, kind of harmless urban legends, right? Like, um, you heard the Ladasha thing? There's, this is, like, one that gets spread all over the internet, and it drives me crazy. I want to, like, like, write long, angry screeds of people who cite this as fact, because it's, like, um, it's the idea that this is a name, um, like, a baby name. And the name is spelled L-A hyphen A, and it's pronounced Ladasha, because right. you pronounce the dash, and there's no fucking way this is a real name. Like, it's not. And every every single time, every single time anyone cites a story, it's always, um, it's not, I know someone personally named Ladasha, it's my sister is a teacher and someone in her class knows a Ladasha. So you don't, you don't think there's a Ladasha? No, there. here's why there's no Ladasha. Anyway, every single time a story is told, it's always a few people. Where do you see these stories? I, I read a lot of weird shit on the internet, but there's, yeah. this is a con, it's actually well known, if you go on Snopes, you know Snopes? No. Snopes.com, it debunks urban legends, you can look up any urban legend and it'll tell you how true it is, where it comes from, where it's sourced. Anyways, this is on there and it's... And but anyway, how do you know their sources are an urban legend? Well, because they look up if it's actually appeared in real newspapers and stuff, and like, so here's the thing, right? Ladasha, if it exists, look, look at the internet, you can search for your own name and something's going to come up, even if you haven't done anything anything notable something's going to come up you're going to be listed on a company's website as someone who works there you're going to be you won an award when you're in high school you, you were quoted in a newspaper somewhere you're going to show up your name's going to show up so if you look up Ladasha everything that comes up is the urban legend is people discussing the urban legend it's never like there's not like Ladasha to, the, to the point where even if a Ladasha walked in it would be moot it wouldn't even matter right <laughs> but what I'm saying to go back to the cryptonesia though is people are citing this Ladasha thing right as fact and it's it's not fact it's bullshit but they're going in and saying because their cousins dogs brothers aunts uncles you know roommates gay whatever <laughs> I don't know why I threw gay in there uh, <laughs> there's someone way down the line in front like it's, it's detached has heard this story and passed it off and they pass it off as fact because when you when it's coming from someone you know personally it seems more real if, if you told me that you heard the story about a Ladasha and then I just telling someone else for simplicity's sake, oh yeah, Rob knows someone named Ladasha. That makes that person, like I'm telling this to John, John is more likely to believe it. Yeah. But I've just made that up. I haven't, I'm misremembering the actual story. And it's like, and sometimes, passing it off as truth. And, it's, and sometimes people just tell stories to kill time. Or it's just yeah, like yeah. there's there's a silence yeah. that, that you for feel sure. awkward about. For sure. And you just have like this half memory that you like fill in the rest. Just you feel, to, like, yeah, totally, yeah. Because you don't want to be called a liar, or you don't want, you don't want to tell someone a half story. No, so you fill so in you the just rest. make up the yeah. rest of it. So that was cool. I like. I, I don't know. I don't know what the title of the album has to do with the song, but like that, you know, the song is obviously the germs bit and stuff. Like it's yeah, diseases. Yeah, diseases. So, Cryptonesia is pretty cool, I guess. Uh, cool song too. Uh, yeah. There's like the one, the, the guitar kind of riff going through. I think the whole thing maybe. Uh, and then it would just alternate between different, yeah. different parts over top, a lot of like layering. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I liked it too. It's good, yeah. So, that's anyway, it's from one of uh, Omar Rodriguez Lopez's solo, solo albums. And we, you know. You call I, it like almost Mars Volta. <laughs> well, it is very similar. It's two, two, like three, three guys from Mars Volta are on pretty much every song. So. Yeah. 
and it's the style style wise too that wasn't too far off actually some of his solo albums have had songs on it that have appeared on later Masvidal albums I was gonna say they probably play some well, like of different lyrics because he has so much stuff right so he'll record something like five years ago and then it'll turn up on a Marshall album last year or something like with different lyrics and stuff so mm-hmm. it's cool but anyway that was um that was a song half cryptos so what do you got um so I got I got a song by a not very well-known Saskatoon um, hip-hop artist named Soso. Okay. He uh, he uh, put out a few albums like in the early 2000s, I guess. I actually found one of his at a thrift store once. Oh yeah, do you know which one it was? I'll pull it out. It's not the one you're talking about, but... Um, so he... Yeah, and he ran a label called Clothes Horse who also put out uh, albums by Epic, who's kind of like a legend in the prairie underground hip-hop scene if that's a thing oh yeah this one um tinfoil on the windows but this one's from birthday songs the song i'm gonna play okay. it's called for ruby and it's um the whole birthday songs album is really a, a really depressing album like i was gonna play another song called um we always thought she'd be the first to go which is about his grandparents dying oh wow and i was originally gonna play that song because but it's they don't really have diseases in it. They just die, die of old age. I guess old age is a disease. I guess, yeah. Well, you never really die from old age. It's not die like you read something. an age yeah. and you, you re, like reach an you age. You reach terminal age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah terminal it's not age. Logan's Run. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But you, uh, yeah, you usually have a disease. But this this song is is about his. I believe it's about his aunt dying of cancer. Okay. Uh, so it's a pretty heavy song and like. And the whole album's, like, it's called Birthday Songs, and it's, like, a lot of the songs are about, um, like, his relationship being ruined by the fact that, uh, she, like, his girlfriend gets an abortion, and it's, like, it's actually a really intense story, because I think the reason, the way she, like, she didn't go to the hospital and got an abortion, she, like, swallowed a bunch of Tylenol to kill the baby. I don't know if I should be saying this, because, like, I I know the guy, so it's, like, feels weird, but this is, his songs are about this, so it's okay, right? (laughs) So, well, I don't know, I mean, I don't have a song, so (laughs) I I thought a story out of school, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, this song is about his aunt dying from cancer, it's called Four Ruby, and, uh, it's from the album Birthday Songs, which I'm not sure the year came out, like, 2000. Well, you had a hard time finding much on the internet, right? Like, you have it already, but... You yeah, it's not... He's got some, like, proper videos on YouTube, and he's got some of his songs. You can go to closehorserecords.com, okay. and he has, like, some songs you can play right off the website, um, and you can order the albums off the website... Including this album, or is this... Is yeah, this, I think, I believe, I think this album's still available, um, but yeah, I couldn't really find any, like, YouTube videos of yeah. it to play, um, so okay. I'm gonna play the cassette version of it, okay. because I couldn't even find the CD, because I don't take, I don't even, yeah. I don't even care about my CDs anymore, I have no idea where they are. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, For Ruby by Soso. Cool. from bananas and put them on the days of the calendar and it's been four years since i've seen her this november that's a lot of bananas you discovered a lump in 
your breast. The doctors thought it best to wait and monitor its progress. Invasive surgery is not something they would suggest for a woman of your age, and sure enough, the lumps were cancerous. Infected lymph nodes, disease slowly spread. You shared your home with pain. Every day would be like this. You suffered quietly. Two thousand miles away, I couldn't see your lips curl to a grimace every time you tried to put weight on your hips. I wonder if you thought about Clarence. I wonder if you thought about the end. I wonder if you thought about a time without sickness. I guess I'll never know. I feel I should have sent you those tiger lily bulbs you wanted three or four years ago. They would have looked great in your flower bed. Why do they call it passing away? My dad said he received a sad call and that you were dead. Why do they call it passing away after 13 days of anguish in a hospital bed? Why do they call it passing away? I cried when I heard how you tried to get a hold of us. The number you had was old, but someone managed to get a hold of us to tell us you had passed away. And why do they call it passing away? 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 Why do they call it passing? Away. Why do they call it passing away? 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 Ruby passed away. All right, that was uh, social. Yeah, so so um, for Ruby from Birthday Songs. So like, it's a really depressing yeah. song. Yeah. He's uh, he's one of my favorite uh, artists. Uh, really anywhere, not just Canada. I remember the first time I heard him and Epic because they were kind of a team for a while. Okay. Um, I remember hearing it because they're from Saskatoon, and it's like he sounds. He sounds like he's from Saskatoon. What is Epic? It, right, and it's like it's like what like in your head before you hear rap from Saskatoon is like what is this gonna sound like? Well, it's the same, I guess, for rap from Winnipeg, right? Right, and but these guys sound really yeah like, really exactly Saskatchewan, like Saskatoon, yeah. but like like Saskatchewan, but in a in in a really good. Yeah, authentic, great was, way. Like I was wondering if like the reason you're really into them is because of like an authenticity thing. Because Epic Two is like really pretty straightforward yeah. content, well, and a lot of people like have a hard time with both SoSo and Epic because their styles are like, yeah, you know, a lot different than what you might expect. A but it sounds like e- even even this. Yeah. I mean, that was like the mo- one of the most straightforward songs I've ever heard. Like it was super super. Like there's no metaphor or anything. It's just like this yeah. is what happened. Yeah. And that's kind of what I get from the voice. They, they, they're using your own accent and using your own, like, you know? Yeah. They're not trying to be anything. It's just like, this is what it is. Yeah. I liked it. I really liked it. It was really, um, it was a downer, though. Yeah. But, like, it was And, like, the other great. songs on the album aren't that, like, they're all pretty depressing like that. Yeah. Except for, he's got one song called, uh, it's funny, he's got this one song called The Dyke Look. Okay. Which is about how he, he looks like a lesbian. Okay. But he's, like, he says it, he says, does he? like. Does he? I don't. I don't think. I think he did it, it maybe when he wrote this album, like 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 ten years ago, maybe. Okay. But like, not that he looks like a lesbian, but he, that he looks like the stereotype of right, what right, a lesbian right, looks yeah, like. Yeah. And um, and he's a pretty like he's a pretty like 
progressive guy. He's not like homophobic or like misogynist or Despite anything. Despite being obsessed What's that? Despite being obsessed yeah. too. Yeah. And so he, he actually played this, this song in Winnipeg. Yeah. And was like, I can't remember if he was just like booed while really? he was performing or if someone came up to him after, but he got a really bad reaction and he never played that song live again because... Anywhere or just here? Anywhere. Oh. Because he like kind of was like, well, he didn't want to, he didn't want to make people feel uncomfortable. He, that's not yeah. his goal. Like, mm. he, so. But that, I mean, that song we just heard kind of makes people feel uncomfortable. But, but it's but a different but, way. Yeah, it's not. Dis- yeah, yeah. It's, it, it can be taken as discriminatory, right? For sure, yeah. yeah. And and not that not that the song Dyke Look is discriminatory. Cause I don't think it is at all. But yeah. but you know, you could just that word in the title of the song. In yeah. the title of the yeah. song, you know. That was really that we just heard. Though. That was great. I, I really liked it. Yeah, I like it. So yeah, you should. I'll leave that. I yeah, well, we'll so to check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna listen to the whole thing for sure. That's great. So, all right. Well, well, sorry, but just uh, just because this is like a Winnipeg thing, uh, he also did. He also put out one of Nestor Winrush's albums. So so did. The most recent one. Uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg yeah. yeah. He doesn't have anything more recent than that, does he? Uh, Other than no. the live album, the live album. Was... Yeah, but a lot of those songs are Trinipeg anyways. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but both those albums are available through Closed Close Records. records huh? Yeah, that's cool. It's cool to see people in the prairies doing good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I know we're not in Saskatchewan, but I like, I feel there's a lot of there's connection. Kinship. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure, it's good. Prairies are, prairies are good. <laughs> I was thinking, this is unrelated to anything, but I was thinking the other day that like, if I ever wanted to live anywhere in Canada outside of the prairies I wouldn't first of all I don't want to leave Manitoba I mean I'll go on a trip or whatever but I don't I want to stay like I love it here but I, I think that if I ever wanted to move and this is not having ever been there but I'd like to go to the north I think the north would be the other place I don't want to go to Ontario I don't want to live in Ontario I don't want to live you want, in you want to live in the north? yeah I want to live in the north I, I want to go to like Yellowknife or something I, mean, I don't I don't want to because I have a family and stuff and like you know I have it, it's not possible, but I remember thinking when I first got out of college and stuff that like why, if there was a job there, <laughs> it just seems like it would be cool. It'd be a cool experience, but the the thing is like, for one thing, you you buy like a a bottle of yeah, or oh, like I know, a I quart know. of milk is like I know. And the problem bucks. too is my extremely restricted diet. It'd be impossible for me to live up there, right? Yeah, I mean it, without without eating like just shit food. And there's also an issue of them giving like all these opportunities to people living in the north for a year or two. Yeah, and make all this money, and they just make all their money and then bring it down south and spend it in the south. I guess what it seems to me is that it would be similar in the sense of openness, where they're like not people or not jobs or anything like that, but just the the just like barren nothingness like everywhere you go which I mean in the prairies it's that too it's few fields fields it's crops right but just that thing I like about here that I wouldn't like about somewhere like BC and stuff I, mean, I haven't been to BC I haven't been any more west than Saskatchewan I've been all the way east when I was a kid but I haven't been any more west than Saskatchewan but I don't like mountains I look at pictures of mountains I feel uncomfortable <laughs> like it's they're looming it's claustrophobic it's claustrophobic I like to go I like the fact that I can you go 10 minutes out of the city you don't see anything. Well, apparently that's the thing too for people who live in the mountains. They get depressed. They when get they depressed. come here, no, they get oh. they get depressed at living in the mountains because they're closed in. Yeah, and, and there's you get like the low ceiling. Yeah, but it's funny because I, you're, it's funny you're saying they get depressed when they come here because of the open space that happened to me the first time I spent a significant amount of time on the ocean. Yeah, I was like too much. It's weird. I didn't right? like it. It yeah. was like you're being, it yeah. made me feel like anxiety ridden, like. All this huge open space. I'm uncomfortable with like yeah, open water. Well, water is different. Kind of... Water is way different. Open land, open <laughs> land though. Like I, I like, I like going outside the city. Yeah. I like driving on the highway. I like there's just like 
it's just empty, right? It's I really just, like mountains, so I think mountains are amazing. Like, mountains are incredibly amazing, but I think that they they they're so they're so big, they're so big that yeah. I feel just looking at pictures of them, I seriously feel uncomfortable. I feel for that. I don't know, but I'm pretty claustrophobic anyway, right? Mountainitis. Mountainitis. <laughs> Mountainitis. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't know. Anyways. But it, I think I know. I think I know what you mean because I I kind of felt that way, but until I drove through the mountains in BC, yeah. and it's like. Driving through the mountains in BC is like one of the like coolest things you can do in Canada. I yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I, I would like to do it. I would like to do it at some point, but I think I would be really uncomfortable. Like, um, big stuff. Like, I mean, big openness. I'm cool with, but big objects or animals. Where, like, I mean, people go to BC. I don't think they go and they go and look at whales, right? I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I never, ever, ever want to do that. I don't want to look at a whale. I, I look. At, <laughs> I look at a picture of a whale. I'll watch a movie about whales, but I'm not going near a whale. I mean, I know they're not going to eat me or whatever, but they're just so huge yeah. that I don't feel comfortable. I don't even want to be yeah, a... That's a natural... I don't even want to be in a boat. I, I'll look at them for sure in a telescope or something. Yeah, it's like that feeling of, like, helplessness. It's how you can't... Yeah, right. If the thing moves its tail around when you're dead, it doesn't mean yeah. to kill you. It's just so huge. It doesn't, even, it doesn't even care about you. It's this big, huge, massive, massive thing, right? And, like, that's... I mean, I know this is totally off topic, but that's what I feel about other regions have with having elevation and stuff, you know? Like, mountains... It's just this huge, huge, huge thing that's just there, and you can't go outside and avoid it. Like it's just... right. Yeah, it's like if you live in a downtown and you're surrounded by like concrete all the time. Yeah. And you can't really get out of it. I think I would get the right. Same. I mean, even here. I mean, I mean, this is we're in like downtown. You know, this is just a close, pretty close to downtown Winnipeg right now. But you go outside the house here where we're recording this, and like you still have a lot of openness. You know, the houses aren't crammed in together like they are in other places. Like in England, right? The houses are just like, and it's that's almost too much but here everything's flat so you can see like you can see I don't know so I imagine the north is like that too because every time I see pictures of the north it's just just this emptiness which I like I like the openness of it it's a bit more like if you're up north uh, there's like a more more of a necessity to everything that you do like, yeah that too for sure yeah. the factors in yeah. I, I just you, think could, you could ride a snowmobile around yeah you could yeah, yeah. Bonus. I mean, I'm, never, I'm never gonna do I'm never gonna live up there right I'm never gonna do it I would like maybe to you get a job up there I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think my family's gonna wanna go up to Thompson <laughs> Tell Thompson, yeah. I could, yeah. You would like run that town. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That'd be like your yeah. town. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think the highest north I've been is uh, to. Um, Do you do a show somewhere? The Paw. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, you told me about that show. That well, isn't cool. uh, like Jesse going to Yukon right now? Yeah. Actually, I've 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 been to Churchill and yeah? saw whales in Churchill. <laughs> You I'd like to go to church. I'd love to go to church. I was thinking about that the other day. I'd like to see the polar bears. I'd like to, uh, I mean, that's... For some reason, polar bears, even though they're way more dangerous than a whale, I seem less... I mean, they freak the shit on me, for sure. Yeah. But, like, I would I would probably go on one of those trucks that goes to see the polar bears. One of, my, one of my buddies is from Churchill, and he talks about how, uh, like, you can't go walk around town by yourself. Because and they like stalk you, and they like yeah. like he talks about. The, there's this one tourist who went out, and he was like some like arty kid. He went to take pictures of the like the Hudson Bay yeah. or whatever, and this bear had like had the angle on him. Yeah. And like, he, there's no way he's going to escape the bear. Like between the water and where yeah. the bear well, they're was. Smart too, eh? Like a tracker. Yeah, they're like stuff, natural yeah. hunters, yeah. right? They're the so, biggest like, land predator on the planet. Yeah. Which is crazy. The marina. It's crazy. Look They're so them. snuggly, though. I know, you see, like, the little toy ones and stuff? You want to hug them? Yeah. So fluffy. I don't know. But that, that Hudson Bay, too, that thing is, like... You just even looking at a map makes me uncomfortable how huge it is, you know? It's just, like... This is, this is bigger than some, like, you know... It's bigger than a lot of countries. Like, just this... This chunk of water. Lake Winnipeg's pretty... Lake Winnipeg, same thing, right? Lake, I bet Lake Winnipeg's a little different, because it's not... 
It's yeah, not like yeah, going into the ocean. So it's right. like an in, you know, it's like... Yeah. There's no, like, huge waves. And people aren't getting, like, uh, mutinied and left out there with their kid and, like, a couple other dudes in the middle of it. What? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Henry Hudson? Yeah. That's, that's, that's terrifying, yeah. Isn't that horror? Like, isn't that crazy? Like, they just left them out in a boat there? And, like, it's, you know, that's, that, I mean, I know that's not going to happen to me if I go there, but, <laughs> like, <laughs> Wait, it, who, who really knows? There's that painting of it, right? Have you seen that painting of it? I don't know. Where it's him and he's got his kid there and there's a couple other dudes in the boat and he's wearing this fur coat and he looks cold and it's like, you just know, I mean, he knows probably too. And you can t- I get from the painting that he knows and he's dead and he's just trying to be like, still kind of like, I'm why the captain. Didn't, trying to why didn't the painter help him? Paint a little smile. Well, he's on the boat as it's floating away, right? So he's quickly oh, right. painting as fast as he can to get the paint yeah. a can of food at least. Anyway, so this is way off. Yeah, let's do the next song. What's the next song? Uh, is it me? Yeah. You All right. Play. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, <laughs> lost track. Stick with the, uh, the back hip-hop. to diseases. Back Scurvy to diseases. is something that they had on boats. <laughs> uh, this is a song by uh, Buck Sixty Five off the Vertex album. This is actually related in the sleep ap- called Sleep Apnea. Cool. All right, let's hear it. Let's check it out. In my darkness, I muse now upon this object of nature, and now upon that, and find it impossible to soothe my restless head, however much I wish it. This perpetual action of mine deprives me almost wholly of sleep. I haven't slept being the cousin of death and as I lay there awake at night there wasn't a breath that exited my body that didn't coincide with the recycled evaluation of feelings that I know inside boy scouts have had their way with my stomach and a marionette hangs limply from my most important muscle I simply can't imagine living on the moon I hope that I can find my way back to dreamland pretty soon
What was your, um, why'd you choose it? Well, because it's called sleep apnea. Apnea, which is, is that a disease? I think so. It's a disorder. Disorder. Yeah. Fail. I don't know, it was interesting. I liked it, it was good. Uh, yeah. It's actually the first Buck 65 song I ever heard. The first song? Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, How, I was, how'd you hear it? How'd you first time? I heard it on, he performed it on Much East. Oh, cool. I've heard Much East. Wow. Yeah. And I rem- the reason it stuck with me so much is because well I I became I became a huge Buck You're 65 a big fan, fan. Yeah. still I'm like of his especially his, especially his early stuff like I because you meet a lot of uh, new fans who are like wicked and weird and on yeah 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 and I remember hearing that on the radio most people that Buck sixty five comes up in conversation yeah. with that's yeah that's and most, and it's funny too because the only reason that song is called Sleep Apnea. Like his albums didn't have titles, but when he got right. signed to Universal, to come up with... and they re they re released them all, he had to yeah he had to have song titles for them all. Well, it's mm-hmm. weird because I I I'm not a huge I don't listen to a lot of his stuff, but almost all of what I've heard is from you. Yeah. And like when I heard Wicked and Weird, I was like, "What is this? This doesn't sound mm-hmm. doesn't sound I, right." Yeah. What I heard because I liked what I heard that like, you played from, but like this was that was yeah. totally different. Like, was, like for me, like like language arts, Vertex, and Man Overboarder, like those albums are masters. I've heard his radio show. His new one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I can't remember like when I like what I first heard of his, but yeah, I do remember being struck by the way that uh, the albums like worked as a whole, the way that like they people don't do that into them. And like so yeah, so I wanted to make sure we got the end of this track on there because it's like he'll have outros that become like almost songs in themselves, like they get they get a chance to kind of be realized. It's cool. And it just kinda of keeps going and going and going. Yeah. And I think like he, he he was the type of guy who wanted to have albums, like CDs as one track, like yeah. he didn't want to have them divided into tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, that always, I always liked that. It's kind of yeah, something neat. that I always liked doing. Like and it's hearing. funny, because like, like after the fact too, like a lot of his, he doesn't, he doesn't make all his own beats, but there's no like, there's no like, uh, credits. Like mm. I don't know about I don't know about like uh, Vertex and Man o- and uh, Language Arts, but Man Overboard for sure. Like he's got beats by like different guys. Like um, Six Two I know has a beat on there, and just like DJ Signify has a beat on there. But didn't you? Uh, and it's not credited. Or yeah, say? because there's no. It didn't say anything. No, nothing there. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Didn't you? Didn't you play a show with him recently? Yeah. Was that good? Did it go well? Yeah, it was amazing. It was really cool to. Uh, open up for someone who's uh, I, I was such a fan of yeah. and I hadn't seen him perform in a long time either and that was kind of a nice yeah, you went to the right and meeting him and just yeah, that's, like that's talking cool, to yeah. him he was such a he was such a nice guy mm-hmm. so good time awesome. the other thing I guess correct me if I'm wrong but it seemed like um, I think he references sort of like having like almost like a nervous energy not sleeping quite a bit in his songs so I thought yeah, and the yeah, earlier ones especially. Like, yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who's like he's up till like four in the morning just because he's got too much stuff on his 
on his mind. Wired a little yeah. bit, yeah. I know this like a little bit though. Yeah. I used uh, to have pretty bad insomnia. Yeah. Yeah. I still do sometimes, but like I used to have it pretty big Yeah, so I, it kind of struck me that you know, he probably doesn't have sleep ap apnea, but there's probably a fair bit of autobiographical. Well no, sleep apnea is when you it's when you're like snoring. That's the one where you like wake up. You wake up because you're not breathing. Yeah. Because you're snoring properly, and you get the they, they they fix it with like this machine that you have to like breathe through when you're sleeping. So the the song's called Sleep Apnea, but the lyrics seem to be it's about somnia. not being able to. Yeah. yeah, insomnia rather. I had this one time when I had insomnia really bad that um, I was living on Corden. You started a fight club? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, maybe I don't even tell the story now. That's a better answer. Uh, <laughs> no, but I was living on Corden. I used to walk to the Safeway, in Osborne Village. Now this means nothing if you're not in Winnipeg, whatever. Um, I used to walk there to get groceries, and I get like just a little bit at a time, right? Because it was just me, and um, I hadn't slept like in a while, and I had this list of stuff I was gonna get. So I went to the grocery store in like kind of a daze because I was exhausted. Bought groceries according to my list. I thought I had everything on the list because I was like two bags of groceries. Get home, um, start unpacking the groceries. Box of macaroni and cheese that was on the list, right? Grapes, 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 grapes. I had like eight bags of grapes. Wow. Because wow. I remember being there and thinking like, oh, cool, grapes. I should get some grapes. You know, grapes are awesome. Jesus. And I just bought grapes. Just like, <laughs> like walked home with this like, wow. I didn't notice until I got it's in. It's like being on ketamine or something. It's weird. And so I had this frozen grapes for a while, which is cool because it tastes all right. You know, when you can freeze them. But like, all I, had, I, I didn't buy anything else. Like I had a list of stuff. Wow. And I just bought grapes. So that was like when I realized I kind of have a insomnia problem, you know? That's, yeah, yeah. I hope I know. I'm never that tired. Yeah. I have I have problems falling asleep at night, but I'm. Well, how, I live. I guess like a. I have less responsibility than you, so, yeah. <laughs> so I can like sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much How much sleep do you guys get like on average? You think? I try. Like I honestly, when I'm working in the mornings, like I try to get the eight hours. I never do, yeah. but yes. I try because. Yeah, I'm good for seven or eight. I yeah, think I get good, but... at the very most even now I get six maybe, because I I mean right now it's what like midnight. Uh, I gotta leave for work at 20 after 6 in the morning. I'm not gonna get, you know, we're still doing the show here, so. It's crazy. So yeah. I can do a week it. of, like, sleeping for 6 hours, but then I've gotta, like, something's gotta give and I've gotta catch but up. But I was doing 4 for years, like. Wow. Well. And then when this time when I did the grape thing was because I got yeah. less than 4. But, but people are different, right? Like, yeah, people yeah, for sure, yeah. So, some people need probably way more, which would be I convenient. It would be nice to be only nice. need a few hours. No, it's not, though. I mean, it's, I mean, it's alright. That's alright. I'm used to it, but, like. I can't even sleep in on weekends. Like I, you know, I wake up at six in the morning. Hey, you anyway. emailed me at seven a.m. this morning. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I'm sure I did. I had no doubt that I did. I was it's probably just going to sleep. Sunday. <laughs> it's a Sunday. And you know, guys like, hey, I got an idea for the radio show. You know, like, and I mean, that's ridiculous. I shouldn't be, but it's just what it is. So anyway, right. that was a good song. Um, You're up next. next. Yeah, I'm gonna play uh, Towns Bounds Out. Uh, song's called Lungs. It's probably one of my favorite songs of his. Um, I don't know how much of an introduction he really needs. Uh, people know who he is. I mean, the name at least, right? Mm -hmm. um, I got into his music because I am a big fan of Steve Earle. And Steve Earle was a friend of his. And kind of his Steve Earle's major influence was Town Pleasant. So reading a lot of books about Steve Earle, interviews and stuff, you mentioned him a lot. And I've seen him live a couple times and he's covered his songs. So I decided to look him up. And there's this documentary film called uh, Be Here to Love Me. Have you guys yeah. That? Which I, that kind of made me more interested. So I bought some of his records and stuff. So the song's called Lungs. It fits the um, the theme of disease. I mean, the first line is uh, it talks about collapse, collapsing lungs. So it's kind of suitable. And um, as yeah, interesting, interesting guy, interesting songs. Really good songwriter. Um, there's this quote from Steve Rowe where he says uh, that Townsend's aunt is the best songwriter ever, and he and I and I would stand on Bob Dylan's 
kitchen table in cowboy boots and say that. Oh yeah. So I like the quote. Seems really incendiary of him. I see. Well, he's a huge Bob Dylan fan too. He covers Dylan as well. But it just seems kind of like, yeah, I'm gonna Bob Dylan's the guy who everyone says is the songwriter. So fuck you, Bob Dylan. What does he he think about Steven Tyler? (laughs) (laughs) I saw a picture of Aerosmith today actually in uh, in Rolling Stone, and like these guys are 60 years old, right? And the way they're dressed is ridiculous. It's like, how do you? your grandparents, your grandchildren must be so ashamed, you know, like, <laughs> they got these scarves and tight, I mean, they got money, I guess. But yeah. Like, but, I mean, seriously, that was your, I mean, when you were, like, I, I wonder how, how much, though. How old were you when your grandfather was 60? I was probably, I don't even know, because one of my, one of my grand, granddad's, my granddaddy. Yeah. I never met. He okay. died before I was born. Okay. The other one, uh, yeah, he's probably like sixty when I was like four. If oh, that. okay, okay, so it's a bit different. Yeah, I was thinking like if you were a teenager or whatever, then like uh, no. then you would be like kind of like what the hell, granddad? You know, if you're just wearing tight pants and like eye makeup and Steven Tyler, you know, you'd probably be kind of messed up in the head though if your grandfather was Steven Tyler. In the first place, you like probably yeah, you'd have, you, you yeah. probably wouldn't think right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna pick out those and it's gonna be good. It's it's called Lungs, and uh, this is the Diseases Show. Won't you lend your lungs to me? Mine are collapsing. Plant my feet and bitterly breathe up the time that's past. Breath I'll take and breath I'll give. Pray the day's not poised. Stand among the ones that live in lonely indecision. Fingers walk the darkness down. Mind is on the midnight. Gather up the gold you found. You fool, it's only moonlight. If you stop to take it home, your hands will turn to butter. Better leave this dream alone, try to find another. Salvation sat and crossed yourself and called the devil partner. Wisdom burned upon a shelf who'll kill the raging cancer. Seal the river at its mouth, take the water prisoner. Fill the sky with screams and cries, bathe in fiery answer. was an only son and love's only concept strangers crying foreign tongues and dirty up the doorstep and i for one and you for two ain't got the time for outside keep your injured looks to you we'll tell the world that we try Yeah, it was uh, Lungs by Townsend's that. And uh, I don't know, I don't really have anything in particular to say about it, I just really like the song. I like, um, there's kind of a beat 
I mean, a lot of his stuff is just acoustic and singing, and that there's the percussive, percussive stuff going on. So, and when Steve Earle remade that, because he did um, a whole album of Towns Design covers recently called Towns, and uh, he had a drum machine in there mm. doing the beat, and it's a little bit heavier than the song was really distorted. It had like Tom Morello playing guitar on it, mm. which was interesting. This so, one, or yeah, the, the version of that song, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so what's the significance of lungs? Was he doing like a lot of uh, smoking angel dust or something? Not really smoking angel dust, but he's doing a lot of drugs and drinking yeah. and stuff, yeah, for sure. Mm. But I don't know. I, I mean, I, I really, this isn't so, like a song that really is like a big talking point or anything, you know, I just, lungs are collapsing, diseases, I was trying to come up with something that would be a little different than, uh, I mean, I really wanted to play Touch Me, I'm Sick by Mud Honey, but I was wondering, I wasn't sure if you guys would have picked that as well. It seemed like to me like the obvious song here. I, I mean, didn't think of that, but I probably would have played it if I had a... Yeah, so I thought... I figured Sam was going to play it. Yeah, I figured <laughs> one of you would play it, so I did, we didn't do it. But, I mean, that song is seems almost perfect. And Here Comes Sickness, also by Montani, but it was like, someone else is going to pick Touch Me, I'm Sick. Yeah. You can't do it. And I, I was the first one to send you guys a song choices, so I was like, okay, well, someone else will do it now for sure, because I didn't, you know... But no, you guys failed me. Sounds <laughs> good. Yeah, no, that was, that was a good, good song. Yeah, that was a good, good song, song. Yeah. And it's a little different, too. we got to, you know, change it up a little bit here, so... Um, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, I don't know, unless you guys have anything to say about it that uh... Uh, speaks for itself. Good song. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I'll go next. I'm gonna play uh, "The White Man's Got a God Complex" by uh, The Last Poets. Yeah. Um, yeah. Almost seems related to what we were talking about last last episode. Yeah, for sure. And it's like another loose, like loose relation to the theme. Yeah. I guess like having a god complex isn't really a disease, but uh, if John can do sleep apnea over here, why can't I do god complex? Yeah, you can, yeah, for sure. So yeah, this is, let's just play the song, I can okay. talk about it after. Sure. Last Poets. Song up down on the corner. young ones the best way I can. Hey, man, what you mean? 
mean no doubles on blackjack. Punk, you better change that rule, cause I ain't no fool. You better be cool, Jim, or you'll die next. Cause the white man's got a god complex. Hey, my man, uh, I wanna cop a nickel bag. Uh, you say all you got is scag. Wow, that's a drag, cause uh, I don't wanna cop no dope is death. Next cause the white man's got a god complex. Hey, baby, what's the gig at tonight? Well, there's one over at Slicks for faggots and tricks. There's one around graveyard side of town that'll cost you a pound. But if you go and know what I know, you better pack your piece at least, or you'll die next. Cause the white man's got a god complex. Mr. Stan, I done paid enough rent for this pad to be mine. But you just want to cheat me cause I ain't your kind. Damn, can't you see the place is falling down? No, you can't dig it cause you ain't never around. Damn, I'm so poor, I don't know what in the hell I'm gonna do anymore. Not from this day to the next. Cause the white man's got a God complex. I'm making Yeah, so that was uh, White Man's Got a God Complex by Black Poets. Cool. I've never heard of that Last Poets? Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> Last Poets. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, the first time I actually heard that song was the Public Enemy cover. That's what I was thinking when I was sounding familiar, yeah. From uh, Music and Our Message. And, um, but yeah, I think like I got into the Last Poets, like, you know, when, at the same time I was just like expanding my mind yeah. for music because I was like probably university age or whatever listening to all sorts of stuff and uh, I really liked how they're kind of like a lot of just a lot of just like rhythm as the instrumentation yeah. and them doing their their poems and it's kind of like this proto rap type of sure. thing but yeah. it's really really charged like um, politically and yeah. like spiritually and like yeah so it, you know it just I just really liked it. It's good, yeah, it's cool. And it reminds me of, well, not you, it reminds me, but I am reminded of um, Angela Moore from Fishbone has a solo project called Dr. Mad Vibe, and it's very reminiscent of that. Like, oh, yeah. He's obviously influenced by that. Even, like, it's really, really similar. I mean, he's got more instruments going on. Mm-hmm. He plays sax and theremin and stuff on it, but, like, it's uh, the same kind of, it's cool. I mean, obviously, he's influenced by that, not the other way around, because that's decades earlier, but... Yeah. It's cool, yeah, it was good. It was, uh, it kind of loosely fits the theme, I guess, like... Yeah. And the general, like, uh, self-loathing whiteness of this, uh, this yeah. program. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I haven't actually, like... Like I said, I got into them, like, a few years ago, and I, I kind of went on, like, a kick of listening to them a lot. Yeah. And uh, I haven't really... I haven't listened to them in a long time so i i was kind of happy that i came up with that idea because you know i, I like that song a lot and i yeah, thought you know it loose, back, yeah. loosely fits the theme and that's yeah, cool again me saying cool with every second word but you don't notice it till you listen back right right you see all kinds of weird stuff <laughs> but you yeah, know I, I like the song I, I like how it's not as um direct 
thematically to some other stuff we picked, you know? Yeah. So it's just, that's kind of what I was hoping with the idea of the themes is that, I mean, it's happened with the last one too. People would come up with stuff that's kind of out there, but I mean, whatever the theme means to you, right? So that was good. It was, um, it was very different from the I mean, the rest has been pretty straightforward mostly. Like, yeah. so half these songs are even actually about diseases, right? Like, like directly about disease. This was, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Good, so I think, um, got one more song left. Yeah, John's yeah, got one more choice here, and we're gonna. So, yeah, once you're John's gonna explain it, and then we're gonna. So, this is our like, this is us, this is the last thing we're gonna say in this episode. Let's try to pick up the energy a little All right, bit. Yeah, I think this is sort of lagging, right? This is like, it's, it's late. I gotta, you know. I'm All right, old. so I'm gonna play uh, a John Lennon song. Yeah! <laughs> Cold Turkey. Woo! And. Notable, you got it's, it's from 1969. That's it was released notable. as a single. Uh, that's when the Beatles broke up. It's 1969, right, and right. this is the first song that was post Beatles. Well, that yeah, that he took all the credit on. I yeah, think, I read that actually because I looked it up after you after you told me this you were gonna play this. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was the first just Lennon instead of Lennon and McCartney song. It's cool. It's just really neat. Yeah. And it was written like. It sounds similar to stuff on like Abbey Road or uh, Let It Be, like some of the the last stuff yeah. they're working on, and it had been put forward as a Beatles song, but, but it just they didn't, didn't, like, they didn't like yeah, it. just didn't, didn't make the cut or, or whatever. So what's the uh, is the song about taking heroin addiction? Yeah, I guess him and his uh, his lady friend had uh, a bit of a heroin habit, and so yeah, it was written, you know, while kind of going through the withdrawal right. of, of it. I don't, yeah, I don't know how much heroin Mr. Lennon used to do. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it was written kind of as inspired by going off of heroin. So what's the connection? Is it just addiction to disease kind of thing? Or? Yeah, addiction is disease. Yeah, That's pretty cool. much. What do you guys think, uh, Catcher in the Rye or John Lennon? <laughs> which do I like better? Yeah, which... <laughs> do I like just the book? or like the character or the book? Well, because you know that guy who shot yeah, Lennon. Yeah, yeah, Chapman, yeah, yeah. I like Franny and Zooey, personally. Yeah, it's better. Well, it's not better, actually. It's different. It's different good. Of Salinger, yeah. He died recently. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder what he thought about that. He was like a recluse. Yeah. They also know. About to find out. They're making that into a movie. I know, it's a bad idea. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Thinking about something completely different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're making Spider-Man 3. No, they already made Spider-Man 3. Oh, yeah. They're making it again. No, they did already did Spider-Man 3 and a reboot of Spider-Man 3. I just saw it recently. I saw that Batman movie last night, too. The new one. They're making Les Miserables into a movie. They are. Come yeah. on, really? Yeah. yeah. It's like coming out soon, I think, isn't it? Hmm. So what's their face? Um, Anne Hathaway. Oh, yeah. And uh, Australian Wolverine. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. And I think someone else is in it, too. I don't know why I know this. I read about it recently, I think. Okay, so John, oh, yeah, John Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon. John Lennon. All right. Okay, so this is the end of uh, a really boring, dull end of. Uh, well, no, the song will be good, but end of episode three. And uh, witchpolice.blogspot.com for all of your disease needs. And um, yeah. <laughs> tune in next time. Tune in next time where we talk about something a little maybe less weird. I, I don't know. Um, we haven't determined what the next. If you guys, is. if anyone listening to this has an idea for a theme too, I mean, I don't know if, if we're at the point yet where we should be getting like you know audience participation, but like. I don't see why not. If anyone wants to like tell us what they think of it too, and we're just trying—I mean, we're pretty new at this whole podcast thing, so I mean, I would, I'd be open to suggestions of like. Where can they suggest? I mean, probably most people listening know us, so they can no, probably yeah, just you know email or phone us <laughs> yeah. or text us. Yeah. Yeah, phone us while we're—you know—I mean, yeah. If you guys even know when we're recording the show, phone us like you know. 
while we're recording. What's we'll, what's the uh, which we, police, police Facebook? Which police mail at gmail.com is a good way to email us. That's just the general which police email address. What's the address for the which police Facebook? Uh, well, the group's called We Are the Witch Police. I don't know if it, I don't know what the actual. I think you just search for We Are the Witch Police. You go there. Uh, there's a Witch Police Twitter, which I rarely use because I don't really understand Twitter, but it exists. So if you use that thing, you probably do use that thing. Um, get us there. And give us suggestions. We're going with like one word theme titles that we can call the songs for. And if you want to like take part in this too, we'd be happy to have people come in and like Doug Fever. Well, Doug Fever via Skype or it's the holidays. He'll be here in December. I hope so. Yeah. Hey, that would be cool actually. We could get him to do it. Uh, Skype. Yeah. I bet you wish you had that button now, eh, Doug? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the show is ending and you just want to hear the song, but we just keep talking. <laughs> about nothing let's just not play the song <laughs> let's just uh, leave it for a little bit and see how see yeah if we've gone past the hour for already by now but yeah so anyway, yeah John Lennon what about him <laughs> he dead man he dead he, uh, Mr. He, Lennon he dead he lied in the bed for a long time yeah he had a beard and stuff in Montreal was He's, it Toronto or Montreal Montreal really I wonder Toronto. if he would have done the John Lydon, you know, we were talking about John Lydon in a previous podcast and how he, did, he was on Politically Incorrect doing like a little bug-eyed thing. You think John Lydon would be doing that? No, but he was kind of reactionary, but yeah, 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 also yes. didn't, I don't know, he didn't, that he, I remember seeing one like the, uh, it was like the Dick Cavett or yeah, whatever show like yeah. back in the day and like he just didn't seem to want to talk about himself or what he's interested just, in and stuff. He seemed to just... You know, make some music. You well, we were talking um, in the last episode about sons of famous people, mm-hmm. and like he's got a couple kids that are doing all right. Both of whom, well, Julian Lennon. When was the last time you heard him do anything? I don't know if I've ever heard of him. 1987 or something. He had like a single, one single. But like Sean Lennon. Is Sean Lennon is doing, doing good work. stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. actually doing interesting stuff. From what I understand, I haven't heard a lot of it, but but like yeah, the other guy like. I didn't know there was another guy. Yeah, so yeah there you go. Julian Lennon. Yeah, it's from like not from Yoko Ono. It's from whatever his previous wife or something, I guess. And hmm. but he was like a one-hit wonder in the eighties, and that's gotta suck. Because I mean, I think his dad was probably just recently dead at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so everyone's thinking about it, and then it's like some shitty pop song he puts out that doesn't do anything. Hmm. But so I don't know. Oh, I think I heard recently that uh, the Beatles' kids are. Yeah, they started touring yeah. as the Beatles because yeah. they all have adult children, right? Just like Danny yeah. Harrison or whatever, and like. Really? And uh, Ringo's son is drawing for the Who right now. But there's... Really? Yeah. Yeah. But there's already, like, pretty significant... Or, like, pretty, like, talented Beatles cover bands. Yeah, there are, actually. Yeah. Like the and Ruddles or something? Look no, like the Ruddles is a joke, though. Oh. <laughs> the Ruddles is Eric Idle. The Ruddles is, like, a, oh, right, a mockery right. of... Uh, no, but there, there are, yeah, there are Beatles cover bands everywhere. Right? The Free Ride here in Winnipeg. Yeah. Been doing that for decades. I'm sure there's more. Are they a local band, Free Ride? I think so. I mean, now we see them advertised playing shows here. I'm pretty sure local. They probably just play casinos and clean up. Yeah, probably. Well, is that touring, like, uh, theater? Should, where's the button, Doug? Oh! The touring theater show, uh, I Rain saw, or whatever. I got a free ticket to, like, the. There was a thing when I was last in town for, like, a few months, yeah. And Did I went to see that. Yeah, at the concert hall. It was good? Actually, I was surprised that, like, yeah, I was prepared to be underwhelmed and kind of, like, annoyed. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was alright. Cool. So yeah, if you're listening right now, um, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! You've made. This it. is going to be for sure. Like, yeah, because we're just putting this on the internet. Like, you can we can just talk for as long as we want, and you guys can you know choose to start. But I mean, if you wait, right? You know, like those Marvel Comics movies they've been doing lately. 
every single one of them, if you wait after the credits, there's this little little clip, and it'll like uh, like a bonus footage, right? Like in the Avengers movie, like a blooper, or just like something. A lot of them are like foreshadowing for future movies. Like in the Avengers movie, they had them at the end after the credits, and they're all sitting. Like they talk about eating, um, what is it called? Like uh, donairs or whatever in the movie, and then at the end, it's just all of them sitting around a restaurant in their superhero costumes, eating like Middle Eastern food for a couple seconds. And then, like, yeah, everyone... Anyway, so that's what this is, right? You can be listening to this. You're thinking, like, after the credit... We don't have credits, but, like... Uh, why are they still talking? Wait, there's gotta there, be something good happening. Are there donors? No, there's no donors. Like, should we, like, drop some, like, huge piece of, like, information that people would be really interested? So if what, they, like... What, what information do we... don't have anything. I don't know. Yeah, so. um, do we know anything? Really. I don't know anything. I mean, we can play some crazy music they haven't heard yet, but, like... Maybe we could take... Yeah, maybe we should just not play John Lennon and play something better. Play something better, yeah. Let's <laughs> play something like really crazy out there, weird. Like maybe we can like do we have a new Dynamo song we could do like tomorrow or something. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, well, that's what we should we should start doing these with like live instruments. Yeah, we, we just like, evolve into playing close shows and improvisation. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. All right. Well, I think we're gonna end it. I gotta go to sleep. So. Yeah, me too. Okay, John Lennon. Uh, John Lennon. Um, heroin addicts. Cold diseases. AIDS. Open Titus. Be healthy, y'all. Thank you.